You are listening to Daily Devotions with Pastor Robert Marsbach. We believe that these devotions will encourage and strengthen you. So tune in, connect, and be blessed. For any more information, please visit us online at lifechurchuk.org. Welcome to Life Devotions, and thank you for joining me today. Be Strong in the Lord is the title of this devotion. You know, um, Joel, Joel, the prophet Joel that Peter used his writing on the day of Pentecost to preach that God would pour out his spirit on all flesh and that your sons and daughters would prophesy and your old men would see visions is a promise that God gave in the book of Joel that Peter preached about on the day of Pentecost, explaining what this power and this heavenly language had come that caused everybody to pray with these unusual tongues and, and, and then some of them were given languages and so forth that others could understand, but they were all magnifying God when they were praying. Anyway, there's another statement there in the book of Joel, I think it's chapter 2, verse 10, where he says, let the weak say, I'm strong. The thing that you come to know as you begin to serve the Lord Jesus Christ and His Spirit comes to dwell inside of you, that in your natural nature, you're not as strong as you thought you were. In your natural nature, you're actually weak, weak in the ability to do what's holy and right in God's sight, weak in your ability to perfectly withstand the nature of sin and the deceptive temptations of Satan, and that you are weak, like Jesus said to Peter, Peter, I know, I know your spirit is willing, but your flesh is weak. Peter, pray, lest your flesh nature enters into temptation and becomes sin. And Peter could not hear it because he was blinded by his own zeal and passion and didn't pray and just slept when he should have prayed. And then when the temptation came, he was not able to withstand it, but stumbled in a painful way. Thank you, Lord, for your love and mercy to forgive us for our failings, but mercy. None of us want to fail because it's painful to fail especially when you love the Lord, then you want to please Him. You don't want to displease Him. You don't want to make excuses for your failures. You couldn't bear that if you truly love the Lord. No, if you love the Lord, you can't bear to fail anymore, and you want Him to make you strong. Let the weak sound strong. You see, the Scripture says in Romans 5, verse 8, while we were yet weak, Christ died for the ungodly. You see, friends, in our own nature, we can be so ungodly in how we're rude, harsh, have anger fits, can't let go of the anger and hold resentment and hold anger and insist on being mad and justified because somebody else did something. So you justify your own bad behavior by accusing somebody. You excuse yourself by accusing. That is the devil's nature. That is the cruel, mean way of the devil. So we can be so ungodly and yet 
Jesus died for the ungodly, for the sinner, and for those who have an enemies that are enemies in their nature against God's nature. It, you read it, Romans 5, starting at verse 8 through verse 10. And I want to encourage you today where maybe you really realize, okay, I, I blow it here. I'm, I'm weak here. I fail here. I get resentful. I become angry. I, I can't bear it. I, I start distancing myself because I get so offended, so angry, so irritated, and I'm weak. And my weakness is starting to form my life. My weakness is starting to form my ways of living and my ways of acting <clears throat> and my ways of being. And I'm not being the example I ought to be. Come on, come on. Wake up in Jesus' name. Let the weak say, I'm strong. It says here in Ephesians chapter 6, right, verse 10, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and the power of His might. There is strength in the Lord. And this is then the first thing that I charge you with in the Lord Jesus. Let that strength be there not just for your outer expression of His life, but for your inner enjoyment of His life. You need that strength for your own inward man. I do, day and night. I want to know his power, keeping my heart holy, keeping my mind holy, keeping my thoughts holy, keeping my feelings full of kindness, full of love, full of goodness, keeping my attitude sweet and willing to serve. Oh, I need that inward strength to keep my disposition in praise and glory to Him. So it says in Ephesians 3 verse 14, For this reason I bow my knees before the Father of glory, that He may grant you out of the rich treasury of His glory to be strengthened with might in your inner man, so that Christ by faith may dwell in your hearts, being rooted in His immense love that you together with all saints may come to comprehend, to realize, to experience for yourself the height, the depth, the breadth, the length of that love, the immeasurableness of that love, so that you may become wholly filled and flooded with God Himself and have the richest measure of His divine presence. You see, I need that strength for my inward man. And without that strength, my thoughts can be not right. My feelings can be not right. My attitudes can be, And I can't bear that anymore. I, I don't want to have an attitude that makes people afraid to ask me something, makes them afraid to talk to me because I have these attitudes, because I'm so weak. Everything is oppressing, everything is afflicting, everything I'm unhappy about, everything is too much for me. No, 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 in Jesus' name. I will not live this way. Why not? Because I've tasted and seen that the Lord is good. I've tasted His power enabling me to be like Him, kind, patient, forbearing, long-suffering, friendly, helpful, willing, self-denying. This is the nature of Jesus, that you may be strengthened with might in your inward man, 
so that by faith Christ may dwell in your heart, his love, his life. So if we're going to be strong in the Lord, finally, brethren, uh, the title of this, Be Strong in the Lord, that we have this for ourselves. I want Virginia to be able to make any demand on me or, or put any pressure on me without it making me fail. You say, well, that's ridiculous. No, that's Jesus. Every demand of human nature was made upon him and he did not fail to show the love of the Father. He did not fail to be merciful. He did not fail to be gracious. He did not fail to forgive. He did not fail to love. He did not fail to bless. He did not fail to do good. He failed in no point to show the love of the Father. But in all of his weakness, in suffering the pains of our death, suffering the pains of our sins, suffering the pains of all the demonic evil in this world, he demonstrated the love of the Father. And that's Jesus. And that's who Jesus wants to be in you and me. The strength, be strong in the Lord, that the Lord is wonderfully displayed in your heart and in your mind. You know, I read the scripture John 14, verse 16, for what, 50 years? No, no, at this time, maybe 25 years or whatever, I read that scripture. What does the scripture say? I will not leave you as orphans, but I will send you the Comforter, the Holy Spirit, who will abide with you forever. I'd read that scripture. It's right there, John 14, verse 16. I read it for so many years. But when one time I was in a meeting and Brother Reinhard Bunke was preaching, he's in heaven now, beautiful, beautiful heavenly man, evangelist of God. He, and, and he spoke that same scripture, but when he said it, he will abide with you forever, that part of that scripture, it by the Holy Spirit went whoom into my heart and exploded in my heart and mind. And it lives there consistently with such authority that whenever my human nature can feel a bit earthly, I cannot doubt that the Holy Spirit is there. No matter what the devil pushes against me, that I feel no anointing, no power, I cannot doubt that the Holy Spirit is there. I cannot because that word has become such a rock in me such a strength, such a foundation in me that it does not allow me to be shaken by whatever comes. Now that is part of what it means to become strong in the Lord, where his word is living. And that's why I believe in preaching. And that's why I pursue the Lord, that the words he grants me to speak in these devotions, as well as in the public preaching I have the privilege of doing, bring life into the hearts and the minds, the living word, the life-giving word, the powerful living word, and the people are strengthened with might through the power of God's word, spirit life coming into them, and that they can feel themselves rising by that word far above their trials and tribulations and taking a hold of the invisible and seeing it become visible in them. <clears throat> oh, my dear friends, I charge you in the Lord, be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. And then the Lord Jesus says there in John 14, he says, in that day when the Holy Spirit has come to dwell inside of you, then you will know 
know, perceive, recognize within yourself that as I live, you live also, that I am in the Father and you in me and I in you. Oh, how I love these thoughts. How I love these thoughts. How I expect it, believe it. And when I see areas in my life where I'm still... Oh, need to grow, where I still show too much of my human nature that's called nakedness. And I'm not fully clothed with Christ in that area. I say, Father, I trust you to reveal your Son in me, that I am perfected in his nature by your Spirit in me, that it pleases you, Galatians 1, 15, 16, to reveal your Son in me. I thank you, Father. I thank you. And I believe that all that I am all that I have, all that I say, and all that I do is to the praise and the glory of the Heavenly Father through His Son in me. I believe it with all of my heart. So, let me read you in closing. 2 Corinthians 12, verse 9 and 10, out of my little classic Amplified Bible. The Apostle Paul, I must say first, before I read it, the devil kept coming through all the challenges of life. The devil hides himself behind the challenges of life. The challenge of life in itself can be challenging. But when the enemy comes in it, it punches you mercilessly. The challenge in itself, let me say it again, can be challenging. But when the devil comes through it, it punches you mercilessly. And the devil kept coming through every obstacle, every challenge that we all face in this life. But it was the devil coming in. The challenge in itself would not have been so hard to overcome if the devil was not coming through it. So, Paul prays and said, Lord, please, take this away that I constantly get hit by the devil through these challenges. And the Lord said to him, my grace, my favor, loving kindness and mercy is enough for you. Sufficient against any danger and enables you to bear the trouble manfully. For my strength and power are made perfect, fully filled and complete and show themselves most effectively in your weakness. Again, my grace, my favor, my love and kindness and mercy is enough for you. Sufficient against any danger and enables you to bear the trouble manfully. For my strength and power are made perfect, fulfilled and complete and show themselves most effectively in your weakness. So Paul says, therefore, I will all the more gladly glory in my weaknesses and infirmities that the strength and power of Christ the Messiah may rest, yes, may pitch a tent over and dwell upon me. So for the sake of Christ, I'm well pleased. I take pleasure in infirmities, insults, hardship, persecutions, perplexities, distresses. For when I'm weak in human strength, then I'm truly strong and able and powerful in divine strength. Now, true Christianity is where you know I'm strong in the Lord and the power of His might. And oh, how grateful I am. I'll give you one closing example. 
I would travel to Australia or to other nations, long traveling times and difficult challenges that come along with it all, and arrive there and go from the airport to the meeting and have to preach and preach and preach. Physically, that isn't always naturally possible because you physically, you get tired, you get weak. But this strength of the Lord would come upon me mightily, mightily. And I could just preach and preach and then sometimes pray for people five, six, seven hours nonstop, praying for hundreds and hundreds of precious souls. Now, naturally speaking, I can't do that. I would be too tired. So that is the strength of the Lord revealing itself in my weaknesses. I'm only sharing this as an example, as a testimony, not to boast in myself, God forbid. No, to boast in the Lord. But this is the point of why I share it with you. When I then go back to the hotel or the place where I'm staying, I have to go to bed and go rest. If I then sit around and watch TV or whatever the Lord says, now that's not what I gave this strength for, son. So I could not do it. I do not turn on the TV, I go rest. Because I know my body does need rest. I go rest. I went to go preach in Lille some years ago in France, and I had very high fever, over 40, and I was really, really unwell, really unwell. And I could not not go because the people were waiting and I knew it. And the moment I started preaching and praying for the people, the fever was gone. I could not feel any fever. I didn't notice it. I knew that as soon as I was done, I needed to go to bed. So as soon as I was done, I said to the pastors, I'll come and fellowship in the morning, but forgive me, I need to go and rest. And I went, and the moment I came into my hotel room, oh, that fever exploded in me. And I just prayed and worshiped, went to bed and rested. And the next morning I woke up and it was gone. The point I'm trying to make, we can never misuse the power God gives for our own pleasure. We need to always have it for the service. For a mother, it can be to take care of the children when physically she couldn't actually do it. But that is her service in the Lord. But then when she can rest, she needs to go rest. For a husband or a father, it be to take care of his wife and children when physically he couldn't do it. But that's his service in the Lord. And that we use the power of God for the right purpose, I think, is so important. Amen? Have a good day.